Good morning. China is accusing Australia, the UK and the US of forging a dangerous path and fueling an arms race in response to the historic submarine deal. Let's go live to political reporter Rachel Baxter in Canberra. Good morning, Rachel. Beijing says we're now a target. Good morning, Jody. Yeah, that's right. China has been very vocal in its concern over the so-called AUKUS partnership between us, the US and the United Kingdom since the deal was first announced 18 months ago. And this latest move forward with the planning for nuclear-powered submarines in Australia has angered China even more. Its foreign ministry has accused the three nations of embarking on a path of error and danger and says the deal is in violation of the international non-proliferation regime, which is Australia is essentially the gold standard for. This is a claim that's been rejected by the International Atomic Energy Agency because these subs are not nuclear armed and therefore don't break the treaty. Now, the other issue here is communication. We know the Albanese government has done a lot of work in thawing tensions with China after an icy relationship was inherited by the former coalition government, but ministers who have attempted to speak with their Chinese counterparts over these latest developments so far have been unsuccessful. Now, Jody, this is all about, of course, the development of a brand new submarine known as the SSN AUKUS. The sub will eventually be operated by both the United Kingdom and Australia using American combat systems, with one to be built every three years from the early 2040s and five boats delivered to the Royal Australian Navy by the middle of the 2050s. A move leaders yesterday declared was necessary with an increasingly uncertain future, particularly here in our own backyard with the rise of a more aggressive China, Jody. Okay, Rachel Baxter in Canberra, thank you. After three years of hardline COVID closures, China is reopening its borders to tourists. From today, Beijing will resume issuing all categories of visas, injecting some momentum to its post-pandemic recovery. The removal of this last cross-border pandemic measure comes one month after authorities declared victory over the virus. A Queensland coroner has delivered a damning report into the fatal shooting of police officer Brett Fort in 2017. The senior constable died when a gunman fired two full magazines at police cars during a pursuit in the Lockyer Valley. Coroner Terry Ryan says there were several systemic factors that may have contributed to his death and that it was possible the fatal shooting could have been prevented. The inquest found his murder had all the hallmarks of an ambush and that Fort and his partner was sitting ducks during the manhunt. More than a million students are about to have their reading, writing and math skills assessed, with NAPLAN beginning today. There's a radical overhaul to this year's tests, with the 10 NAPLAN bans and a national minimum standard dumped from the report cards. They will be replaced with four proficiency levels. Students across all four grades will begin with the writing test. The AFL is facing a history-making concussion lawsuit with more than 60 former players joining forces to sue the league. They're chasing tens of millions of dollars in compensation as the competition unveils a new plan to protect the stars of the game. Former footy hardman Max Rook is the face of a landmark court battle suing the AFL over concussion. Max has taken this decision incredibly seriously. He is really here to advocate on behalf of this group. In court documents, the Geelong Premiership star says he suffered up to 30 head knocks in his career, two that left him unconscious. 
These injuries have been completely life-altering. More than 60 former players are represented, in some cases seeking more than $2 million each. The case also includes families of deceased players. This is not about bringing down the AFL. This is about compensating these injured players. This compensation will come through insurance. If the case goes to trial, the former players will call evidence from experts in neurology. It comes on the same day the AFL launched its new concussion strategy, including $25 million for a long-term study of players' brains. And what we're hoping to do is get players from the time they enter our pathway at um, 16 or 17 years of age and have them in that study which will go all the way through their careers and post-career as well. The AFL will employ four full-time staff to focus on concussion. Any current player with symptoms faces a minimum of 12 days on the sidelines. There's certainly no, no pressure from a coach, from me as a coach, to, to try to get players back any more quickly. When I finish playing football and retire. I want to be able to enjoy time with my kids and, and um, yeah, hopefully everyone can do that. Emma O'Sullivan, Seven News. Tourists heading to Bali might need to find a new way to get around, with the island's governor pledging to ban travellers from renting scooters and motorbikes. It's part of a crackdown on poor motoring behaviour. More than 170 tourists were fined for breaking traffic laws last month. Under the ban, travellers will need to hire a car instead of renting a motorbike. Following reports America's banking turmoil could put a freeze on Australian interest rates, it's now thought that our cash rate could actually fall. Analysts say the Reserve Bank could cut rates as early as July because the threat of a banking crisis outweighs that of inflation. The latest jobs data to be released tomorrow is expected to influence the next rates decision. Checking Wednesday's weather now, partly cloudy in Brisbane, heading for a top of 32 degrees. Partly cloudy, 28 the top in Sydney. Partly cloudy and 28 in Canberra. Cloudy and 26 in Melbourne. Partly cloudy heading for 24 in Hobart. Adelaide, partly cloudy, 30 the top. Perth, sunny, also 30 degrees. And Darwin, showers with a possible storm, heading for 31.